Welcome to Living Well with Robin Stoloff, my weekly podcast. Self-care, we hear that term a lot these days, but what does it mean and why is it so important? Well, here to tell us is Mike Vini. He's a corporate speaker, author, and professional drummer. Thanks for joining us, Mike. Thank you, Robin, and hello to your listeners. You have a very interesting background. You had some dark moments in your life. Please share your story. Well, my story begins with behavior problems. I really struggled with behavior problems as a child, and it led to me getting expelled from three schools, hospitalized in a mental hospital three times, and sadly, I attempted to die by suicide at age 10. So I am very familiar with mental health when people bring up that subject. And currently as an adult, I uh, deal with depression, anxiety, and obsessive compulsive disorder. And I really basically uh, uh, struggled with this through age 16, 17, until I found drumming, which started to improve my life. That is an unbelievable story, an amazing story. And tell us how you made this transformation, how that helped you, and then what you do today, how you le- how it led you to what you do today. Well, you know, I, a lot of times in life, we're always looking for something, that thing. You know, maybe it's the right significant other, maybe it's the right career change, whatever it is. And for my parents, they were looking for the right way to help me because I was struggling, imploding and exploding. So all these medications, seeing psychiatrists, just trying to just keep me maintained. And I realized that for drumming, it it was an effortless thing for me to do that made me feel centered and grounded. And here's the big one. I lost track of time Hmm. when I do it. Mm -hmm. And I find that when people find that one thing, whatever it is for them, and it doesn't need to be anything even like drumming. It could be maybe you just like mowing your lawn. That's your thing. Um, It grounded me and actually started to make me feel better than I ever had in my life. That's funny. I have a neighbor that mows his lawn, and that's what he says. He's like, this is my time that I'm by myself. I'm alone. He really enjoys it. It wouldn't be my thing, but for me, I like to paint. I'm not very good, but it's something I used to do years ago. I don't do it enough, but I'm trying to get back into it. And three hours could go by and it'll feel like a half an hour to me. I just get lost in it and it is so fun. So that's that's a great tip. Find something you just really love to do. It's a wonderful release, especially for someone who might be struggling with emotional or mental health issues. Talk to me a little bit about the book that you wrote. I wrote the book, Transforming Stigma, How to Become a Mental Wellness Superhero, because I wanted to write a book on mental health from a different perspective. A lot of times a mental health book has like a picture of a river on the front, and it's like a sad story about my mental health journey, which (laughs) mine has some sad moments. But I wanted to shine a light on the benefits of focusing on your mental health. Like there are some legitimate benefits in terms of growth. And a lot of people don't understand that. Something I just wanted to bring up, Robin, that um, I I love is the Bloomin' Onion at the Outback Steakhouse. And for Mm -hmm. those of you listening who know what this is, they they 
uh, take a big onion, pierce it down the center, and they deep fry it, and it comes out, and everyone stares at it, and it lasts on the table for maybe a minute. And, and <laughs> the thing is, when the blooming onion comes out, you actually see how many layers an onion has. And here's the thing. We know an onion has layers, but you see it when the blooming onion comes out. And I actually believe that that's what happens when we focus on our mental health. We get to see the different layers that we have. There's what you know about yourself, what you don't know about yourself, and what you didn't even realize that you didn't even know about yourself. <laughs> and, and that's where you know therapy and, and working on your mental health are a really powerful tool that you can use in your life. I have been a health reporter for even a minute, more than 30 years, and interviewed so many different people. And from the time that I started till now, I have to say I have changed my own personal viewpoint on mental health. And I'm so glad that I have because it is not separate from our physical health. People act like, oh, your mental health and your physical, it's all your health and it's all intertwined and one depends on the other. And it's so important that we all focus on our own mental and emotional health and try to understand other people who might be dealing with mental health issues. That's a big point, isn't it? It's a, a very big issue, and I want to actually say that it's a cultural issue. Um, we don't like to focus on things that we don't understand. And mental health challenges are confusing, complex, and frustrating. You can't just put them into a box and say, oh, it's my, my foot's hurting. I need to, you know, get it fixed. Yes. <laughs> it, yeah, exactly. It's not like that. And so we tend to avoid things that are confusing and complex because we like stuff in a box as humans. And so that's, that's one of the reasons that happens. And the other thing is people are uncomfortable with difficult emotions. Mm -hmm. So when you explore mental health, yeah, you get to bring up some dirty, ugly stuff. But here's the cool thing. It's gold. When you start to process it, it's gold that goes back to your growth, uh, as I said before. But yes, this is something that people avoid doing in our world. Absolutely. Or they don't understand it. If someone's depressed, oh, just get over it. Snap out of it. Oh, great tip. Thanks so much. <laughs> it's like saying oh, to someone my. overweight, just lose weight. Oh, thank you. Okay. I appreciate that. How? How do you do it? And that's the hard part. You know, I'm sure that people who feel depressed want to get out of it, but how do they do it? They would love to overcome it, but it's not always that easy. You said that drumming was something that helped you. You went to therapy that helped you, and now you're helping others. How do you do that? Well, uh, this year I've been busy with presentations, so I own a company, and basically it's uh, my presentations and online courses that I give to the world. Um, Pre-COVID, I used to be on a plane every single week, speaking around the country at schools, conferences, workplaces, um, you know, helping people transform the stigma surrounding mental health. But nowadays, I'm in my living room doing a Zoom presentation. But you know what? It's a great opportunity to help people right now because in 2020, we are really struggling. In fact, I've heard that people have said that if you didn't start 2020 with a mental health diagnosis, you got one now yeah. <laughs> because because this year has been you know tough for everyone mentally. So mm. nowadays, that's what I do, and I'm also a writer. Yes, with your book, Transforming Stigma, and stigma is a big part of it because for some reason, if you broke your leg, there'd be no stigma. If you had cancer, there'd be no stigma. But if you have a mental health issue, 
there's, for some reason, still some sort of stigma. It's getting better. But as you said, people just don't understand it. And that's why I love to do segments, interviews about mental health, because the more we talk about it, the less afraid people are about it and the more people begin to understand it. And one of the things that I've learned is that don't be quiet about it. Talk to your kids. If they seem down, say something to them. Bring up the word suicide. It's not going to give them the idea to try to complete suicide if you say the word suicide. Talk to them about it. You don't know what they're thinking unless you ask. Or your partner or a friend. Sometimes when you ask someone, are you okay? They say, sure, I'm okay. No, seriously, are you really okay? And that is, I think, the difference where we need to take that extra step to really try to help them. And I I guess you see that in in the corporate environment, you're working with people. How do you help people make a transformation to live a better life? Well, uh, they they oftentimes tell me that they have action steps that they're going to start taking. And I ask them to commit to them, especially around self-care, because self-care is uh, often confused with escape activities. And I want to make a a distinguishment. Is that a word? Distinguishment? I want to distinguish between (laughs) the two um, where, you know, Escape activities are things like Netflix, you know, for some people, it's a bottle of wine. Um, <laughs> some people, it's video games. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to criticize any of that. That's an escape activity. We all do them. But self-care includes activities that are specific to grow you and nurture you, such as meditation, yoga, journaling, sitting in nature. And it's really important to be intentional about that, especially now. You know, we're living in this time where, you know, people say it's a time of uncertainty, right? But I I remind people that prior to 2020, life was already uncertain. Like there was no like, you know, difference. But I think when people are talking about it this year, what they mean is we're getting thrown surprises constantly and they're not good surprises. Yeah. And so knowing that that's the reality of the world we're living in now, it's important that all of you listening out there have tools that you can use and go back to to make sure that you stay as mentally healthy as possible. So that's why self-care is really important, and that's what I do in the workplace presentations. And when you say that people are committing to some of those steps, is that one of them, that they're saying, I'll take more time to you know, meditate or to be on my own or to stretch or to whatever it is that they want to do. Are they the kind of things that help people journal you mentioned as well? Yeah, absolutely. All, all of those things. And it's unique to every person. What works for me might not work for you. Mm-hmm. But the idea is being intentional. And I just want to throw this out there for anyone who's listening. And I'm saying this in a very loving way because I care about you. There's a lot of people that say, well, I don't have time for self-care because I, I put everyone else first. I'm going to be very honest with you. Um, that's selfish. That is straight up selfish. And if you really do care about people, you will make yourself be available to them by taking care of you and being a role model to them. So really, really important that you do that. I've always said that. I, I you know, I don't want to be uh, sexist anyway, but I always say that a lot of times it's it's moms uh, who do that, and they put themselves on the back burner taking care of their kids, and it's a very difficult thing because you're trying to juggle so much. You could have a job and your children, and all of a sudden you miss your workout or you miss your time doing whatever, and that is why you should make it a priority, whatever you can do to try 
to make that a priority. If you have time to mindlessly go through social media or, <laughs> or you know, watch a, sh- a kind of a ridiculous show on television, you should have time to really center yourself. The other day, I have to say, the other day, I took about an hour of my time and I did yoga. And I was uh, across the street, actually, from the beach, so I could see the beach. And it was awesome. I felt so good after that. Not just that I stretched, but that I took the time. I was listening to soft music, and I just really enjoyed it. I, I could see the water, and I felt great. And it, it made such a difference. My, the rest of my day was beautiful after that. And I, and I, I can't say I do that every day, but I'm, my goal is to try to at least do that for 15 or 20 minutes every day. And you feel better inside and out when you do something like that. So there's a there's one thing that I could suggest if anyone's looking for just a way to, you know, feel good about themselves. It's yoga is a very easy thing to do or just stretch or whatever it would be uh, to feel a little bit better. You know, take that time for yourself, I think is what you're saying. Yes, absolutely. And I love that. By the way, it's a great visual in my head, the thought of you doing that. And I do yoga too, but it's not as cool as looking at the beach and <laughs> having the good music. So I love that you do that. Well, we're, we're fortunate in our area to be near the beach, but wherever you are, there's, there's something beautiful near you. There's woods, there's lots of beautiful things in nature. So sometimes it's just nice to take a walk, be outside, be in the fresh yeah. air. Uh, while, before it gets really, really cold out, um, it's a great opportunity to do that right now. And I love the point about journaling. I've done other uh, podcasts on this, and it comes up a lot to journal. Um, I, I just think that's one of the best things you can do. It doesn't have to be a big, long book every time you write, but just a little something. Be grateful. Write down some of the things that happen to you that are good in a day to appreciate some of the small moments in life, which we can cling on to now as some hope that things are going to be better and that, uh, you know, not all is so bleak right now. And sometimes just recognizing those things in our life makes a big difference. Absolutely. Wow. No, absolutely. This, yeah, this is some really important stuff. But ultimately, um, I want to remind everyone listening to this, we are going to get through this difficult time. We are going to get through it. And it's really important that we do our best to take care of us so we can all get through it together. Well said, Mike Vini. I will have a link to your website. We didn't even talk about the corporate drumming stuff, which you're not doing right now. But people want to see it. They can see that on your website. But what is your site, Mike? My site is www.mikevini.com. And my last name is spelled V like in Victor. E as in Edward, N as in Nancy, Y as in yellow. So it's www.mikevini.com. Lots of great information on Mike's site. If you want to check it out, please do. It's very good stuff. And you can see he's a very caring and warm man, and he has lots of great information for you. So hopefully you'll check that out. Thank you so much, Mike. Really terrific information from the heart. I can see that. And I know that you love what you do, and it definitely comes across. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And um, think about your self-care. We will certainly do that. And you gave us many reasons why it's so important. So thanks again, Mike. And that's another edition of Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. Until next time, please stay safe and keep living well.